It's never a good thing when your tibia and fibia touch the floor before your foot. What makes you say that? Uh, well, that, you know, Conor McGregor guy who's mm -hmm. like, you know, he talks a lot like before he fights. And then all of a sudden, like he just gets destroyed by Dustin Poirier for the second time in what, six months? Did he really get destroyed by Dustin Poirier though? He would have. Because McGregor won like the first two minutes of that five-minute round. And yeah. Poirier dominated the, the last three, including... Uh, Breaking his leg. I think Poirier was in his head. Connor was coming out like emotionally. And oh, he was, he was. Like, just well, spending himself. Well, McGregor actually looked like he was ready to fight this time. Like the last time, he just was getting punched, 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 and just getting dominated. You don't right. think he would have turned it around in the second half? No. Third trimester, actually. Oh, second half. Yeah. What do you yeah, mean? I, the second I, half? I, I there's five rounds. Like the second half of the fight. That was the. Yeah, no. Oh, I thought you were making a joke. Oh, okay. Got was it. being serious. That's why I said. Um. I, I'm overwatching the UFC. I hate, what? I, I hate spending he, hours watching these people that I don't really care about. Although, Sean though. O'Malley, you don't pay that's for it, good you entertainment. Know? No. Yeah, well, well actually, yeah, I do. You pay for it. Our buddies go in on it. I don't know. We're not good well, much, at illegally streaming stuff. I, when it's broken up amongst like six people, I don't... I don't Tech 10 bucks? I don't know. I was drunk. I don't remember how much I paid. It was like, yeah, in the teens, but... I'm over it. I don't know. I just don't like we waiting around and watching We are not very good at illegal people. streaming. How old are you and what year is it? I... Nah. Wow, that's embarrassing. <laughs> if you don't if you don't know how to legal stream something, especially UFC, if you don't even like it, I get that. I wouldn't want to pay for something that lasts five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 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 very true. Uh, all right. Uh, so you don't like <laughs> UFC? Essentially, is what we're getting. I, I'm anymore. just overwatching these fights. I really they they bore me. I, I'm not a big combat sport guy. I tried. My friends have tried to get me into the UFC, and I'm underwhelmed every single time because nothing has lived up. It's to the, the hype. championship fights. That's the problem. You got to watch the stuff below that where they're like actively. You know, they need to try because if they lose, that's their only shot. If they win, they actually have a chance at the title. That's fair. I also just feel like the world of combat sports in general, and specifically the UFC, is like it's kind of like trying to get into uh, like international soccer, like there's just there's a lot going on there are a lot of moving parts there are a lot of names faces people involved I don't right know. seems like an undertaking that just isn't worth it in my opinion so you like you like wrestling the undertaker no i would rather watch ufc than wwe fair enough smackdown all right well welcome to the locker room number 51 i'm your host justin reed and next to me here is andrew tenney Facts. and uh we are here in the Spokane Talk Studio in the Holly Mason Building, downtown Spokane. Hopefully we get a train coming by. Just adds a nice little touch to the show, I think. Sure does. Sure does. All right. I think it's your turn to do oh. my favorite part of the show. Actually, yeah. it's going to be, become my second favorite part of the show here Ooh. Pretty, pretty darn soon. Well, it's going to remain my favorite part of the show. I'm not just going to um, put them in the backseat like that. But you guys know. We all know. We're sponsored by Lucky Bird. Lucky Bird is a Spokane-based e-commerce and digital marketing company. Helping local companies scale in the online world of e-commerce. Um, wow, I just skipped lines on that hard. This your first time? <laughs> wow, yeah, it is. No, it's actually my 51st time. Oh, oh. Should I start over? Yeah, I think I so. I like you conflated kinda, two different sentences. You, you, you kind of ruined top. you kind of ruined this whole ad read. What's the what's the purpose of it? I don't know. I think this is going well. Um, visit luckybirdbrands.com to have a down to earth, no pressure conversation about your digital marketing and e-commerce strategies today. Boom. Nice. There you go. All right. So smooth. I wonder I <laughs> when McGregor, or not even just McGregor, but when anybody breaks an, a bone so severe like that, like he stepped on his skin. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, there was nothing there. Like, I wonder, like, with compound fractures too, it breaks through the skin. Like, is that how skin tags are formed? Or is like, there, I mean, there's other ways, of course, but I mean, like, do they, something, something bad has to form on your skin, I think. Like, that's not just something that just goes away. 
I'd have to guess. Are you a doctor? <laughs> Not All anymore. Right. Number 51, Randy Johnson. Uh, Seattle legend, Barkevius Mingo. He's a legend for the wrong thing right <laughs> yeah. now. But I guess, yeah, technically he will, he will forever yeah. go down in, in the history books. Yeah. Uh, Ichiro, of course. I, I actually really messed up. I should have wore my Ichiro jersey today, considering it's episode 51. Yeah, no kidding. Um, that was my mistake. Uh, anyone else for me? Lofo. Lofo Tsupu. Uh, DUI uh, King. Bruce. Bruce Irvin. Was Some of the gnarliest well. teeth. Yep, that is true. And former Pro Bowl or soon to be Pro Bowler, Kerry Hyder, newest Seahawk in 2021. That, you, you heard it here first. Yep. He, will be, he will have uh, nine and a half sacks. I actually think Puna Ford's got a better chance to be a pro bowler than Kerry Hyder does. Really? Yeah. A lot of people are high on Puna right now. Yeah, no, the pro football focus guys are all over him. Well, he's weird. He's like 5'10". He has tiny little T-Rex arms. And he's actually very well received by advanced metrics. Yeah. Uh, which is, is interesting. Uh, undrafted out of Texas a few years ago. Kind of sort of a surprise, actually, but it is because of those measurables is the reason why he uh, did, in fact, not get drafted. Some GU news here for you. Did you watch any of the Chet Holmgren highlights? Yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry? <laughs> yes, I did. I saw a few. Are you a upset buddy of about mine. his performance? Or? No. Well, no, no you say, like, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of saw it, I guess. He looks very good can't tell if you're serious or not no i'm being serious okay he looks really good yeah let's, let's let's be careful here he was the best player in that tournament that's why you know he won mvp uh he's a, he's a unicorn like he literally is is more porzingis than porzingis is he's got a lot more skill than porzingis does right yeah. oh yeah well but, but everybody saw porzingis coming into the nba like this guy can handle the ball he can shoot uh he can play down low if chet adds 50 more pounds, mm -hmm. 60, 63, I think is. is, is and that's going to be hard because he's so young and his frame is oh, yeah. the way that it is. I mean, he's one of those guys that gives me, ju I'm just in a perpetual state of and, ang Right, and that's, that's, that's fair, but he's never had any, as far as I understand, any sort of like lower right. body injury uh, that you would expect a guy who's that tall and that lanky to have. Um, and he's all, also very hard. I was, like, I was watching him dive around the floor in high school, and I'm like, dude, let's... Let's simmer that down. A yeah, bit. Exactly. let's let's be a little careful here. You're not like Jalen Suggs, where you know you're a former football player, mm -hmm. um, where I expect you to make those plays. Uh, Skip Bayless called him the best white American player since Larry Bird, or will become the best white player since Larry Bird. Probably fair. There's not many out there. Yeah, I mean, if he ends up being what he's projected to be able to do, especially once he gets to the pro level, obviously we've got to see an entire year. Well, the top ones just of this of this uh, century, you know, you have Gordon Hayward, J.J. Redick, Kevin Love, or probably Adam Morrison. Yeah, probably. We'll probably put him up there. How long do you think he stays at GU for? Oh, he's one and done. Chet Holmgren, if Chet, if, oh yeah, if, if he doesn't leave after a year, something happened. Actually, he could, pro he could get hurt and miss the entire season and, and still, still get drafted yeah. probably number one overall. It's true. Well, isn't there some Turkish player that's now projected to be the number one overall pick in the 2022 draft? I'm pretty sure there is. I don't think it's going to be Chet. Unless Chet like, has, has a know, great year, of course. Yeah. Uh, really? I, I did yeah, not see Yeah, some that. Turkish player. I think he's like 7-2 and I, I don't know. He, everybody's 7-2. Everybody's 7-2 and can handle and shoot, except none of them are good. Um, I 
don't see him on this one. Oh, is it Nikola Jovic? There's a Nikola Jovic Sounds coming out. Sounds about right. Sounds like the uh, poor man's version of Nikola Jokic. Nice. That's pretty interesting. No, but I'll have to keep looking, but I don't see him at the moment. Okay. Um, but I'm sure, I mean, this could be old. I don't know when this was. NBA draft or whatever. But no, so Chet had a, I mean, he had a really good, was this, this was the Olympics, right? This was U19 or the, the world something. I don't know what it was called actually, but it was definitely, he was playing around like other top, uh, oh, Skip Bayless is 69 years old this year. Is nice. he really? Yeah. Whoa. Yep. He looks great. Have you seen him shirtless? You haven't seen him shirtless or in wife beaters with a chain? I usually stay away from those websites. Pretty nice. Uh, Twitter? <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty impressive. Pretty, pretty impressive, especially if he's 69 years old. Well, you know, you look good. You talk good. You look good, play good. I think it's, it's the old adage. Yeah, we did that last week. It oh, yeah, <laughs> we did. Well, we'll continue doing that. Uh, yeah, so Chet will be very good this year. He won MVP. Uh, he was, I mean, he's just so smooth on the ball. You watch him play, and, and you just don't expect a guy who's that tall to be able to handle the ball that well. Uh, he was 7 for 13 from 3, had 6.5 assists uh, per 40 minutes. And, uh, I mean, he's just he's fluid. He guards the rim very well for a guy. I mean, he, he, that, that's maybe the most impressive thing that I saw. He can afford to give up that weight and that strength because he can be standing underneath the basket and still make a difference right. on every single shot. Or guys can um, get by him on their first step right. you know, when they're driving to the rim. It doesn't really matter because he has the reach to be able to he make has, up. You know, you hear about recovery speed. He has recovery reach. He really does, yeah. Uh, for sure. So he'll be exciting to watch here. He's, he's in Spokane already uh, or has been in Spokane outside of this tournament. Uh, he's getting ready for the 2021 season, which GU is expected to be number one in the preseason rankings. And actually, in the, once the rankings come out during the regular season, uh, I think this team has, has the potential to be even better than last season. So that, that will be fun to watch. Uh, the other GU news, uh, MLB draft just happened, only 20 rounds. But Zags did have three guys get drafted, starting off with Brett Harris, the third baseman, uh, was drafted in the eighth. Oh, man. You think I'd know this since I actually wrote about this? Um, but, you know, oh, here's my story even. Maybe I should check that out. Uh, Harris was drafted in the seventh round, 218th overall by the Athletics. And then shortstop Ernie Yake was drafted in the 10th round, 309th overall by the Twins. Uh, it took a little bit longer for Alec Jacob, who surprisingly being a second-team All-American, uh, it took him a while to get drafted. He was in the 16th round with the 490th pick to the San Diego Padres. And what's really funny about this is Krem 2 wrote this article, and they said Spokane's Alec Jacob was taken by the San Diego Padres. They added a D to the end of San. Racism. Whoops. Not great there, Krem. Not surprising. That's pretty funny, though. Uh, so cool. Gosh, I mean, Zach's, Zach's putting uh, three guys in the pros. This doesn't even include some uh, potential free agent signings. Is pretty impressive. I mean, this is a small town, small team from a non-baseball town. Uh, you know, who wants to play baseball in Spokane when you can go play on on California or in Texas, somewhere where it's warm and you can actually play baseball twelve months out of the year. Um, pretty impressive stuff. We'll see how much money they end up making and how well they do. But uh, this team almost hosted a regional. Almost made it to the College World Series. Eventually, they will break through and do it. Not quite yet, though. Do you like any other baseball? I mean, do you really like baseball at all? 
No, I love playing baseball, but right. watching it, I just can't. I was going to invite you to play softball last night. That's why I asked if you were working. Oh, we needed an extra guy. What, yeah, yep, we no, need an extra you, guy. You so. just start out by asking me or telling me why you're asking me know, the questions that, that you are I know, instead but of I, just I, leaving I like, me hanging. I like, I like being very mysterious about why I'm asking questions. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what are you doing tonight? I've been <laughs> working. Nice. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the extent of the interaction. Pretty much. Yeah, we, we, we ended up finding a guy, though. Uh, won both games, no big deal. We're six and zero, but it's fine. Very nice. Yeah, we uh, we actually had a nice comeback in our second game. Ah. Um, we had, we couldn't wow. give up. We were up 24-18 going into the bottom of the seventh. We gave up four runs in one by two. It was actually a pretty intense game. Yeah, that math checks out. It was wow. uh, pretty okay. pretty insane, actually. Um, all right. Well, this was your idea. Actually, I did want to mention one thing. Did you see the Angels drafted 20 pitchers? Yeah, I did. They, every single one of their 20 draft picks, they picked a pitcher. I kind of like it. It's like when uh, uh, teams in the NFL use like uh, picks in rounds four through seven to get like three different quarterbacks. Right. Just because, just like, let's throw it all at the wall, see what yep. sticks. Let's no, see. We'll, I, we'll get one, right? I kind of like it. Um, I'm sure you can chalk that up to like analytics or something. Well, their it's pitching is cutting at well, horrendous. That's, right. That's 100% why, but there must there must have been a reason for it. First time that it, that had ever happened, um, and leave it to the Angels to do it, I guess. Trendy. Very trendy. So uh, next week, I want to I talk a little bit about the Mariners draftees. So we'll, okay. we'll put that in the notes. We'll talk about the Mariners draft next week. Baseball's so weird. The draft is the least impactful across all major sports. 100%. And uh, what percentage of these guys actually end up even having a cup of coffee in the major leagues? What's really funny, too, is when you read some of these scouting profiles, it says this guy was most likely, most likely drafted for uh, uh, organizational depth. <laughs> like, this guy is drafted to be a AAA player right. max. Like, no better than that. But he's going to be our AAA catcher for the next 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting stuff. So, yeah, that's not super worthwhile, but we will talk a little bit about it next week. Uh, let's see. What do we want to do next? Do we want to talk NBA? I mean, we might as well. There they, was a finals game that was they, played they, last night. They, they tied it up. That was kind of cool. Yeah, they sure did. I missed it all because I was busy winning softball. But I also missed it because I was working. So not exactly. They don't have for a TV down there. Exciting. They do, but it's like all the way across the bar. What? And yeah, it's. I think I, mean, I need to go in there and complain and be like, "There's no TVs. I'm going to leave." You probably should. Yeah, no, I, I'd appreciate it. All right. I'm sure they're going to, yeah. One complaint usually fixes everything. It fixes everything. Giannis had a nice block, I heard. I saw. Yeah, he really did. He had an off game, but he definitely made his impact it felt, especially down the stretch of the game, even though he didn't have, like, a great shooting night. Right. Um, and he keeps doing this thing where he has to check out within the first couple minutes of the first <laughs> quarter. And he said um, to the reporters and everything in his uh, post-game press conference that he had to, what do you guys call it? Take a tinkle? So oh, he yeah, said that he had to be. I think he's just like too jacked up. It's kind of like the Kevin Garnett or like Dennis Rodman thing. Is like they're just like too amped, and so they're like running around, just kind of being a little careless, just uh, throwing themselves. Beast. And it's just like, hey, breathe, chill. If you shoot the ball, you're gonna break. The they just come out right awfully now. flabbergasted. Like they're just like all over the place, and yeah. they just really you know, they, they literally are like in the zone mm -hmm. where they. Uh, not that they're making mistakes per se. It's just they're almost too. You know, up there. Well, that, they're just like playing outside of themselves or trying to. And well, they're, they're trying. I think that's that's the best way. They're trying to, which in fact puts them not quite outside of themselves. Exactly. And they're just uh, they're nowhere to be found. Right. Like they're playing blacked out. But lucky for Bucks fans um, and Giannis himself, Chris Middleton finally had his you know one game of series that he looks like Kevin Durant. 
and you know he had 40. Good time um, for it. Yeah, it uh, wasn't the greatest shooting percentage, but um, really down the stretch, I mean, he, he is and was the closer of that game. And then, yeah, Giannis had that block that you were referencing. There was about just over a minute left. Um, I believe it was 99 to 101. The Bucks were up too. So that um, <clears throat> Devin was driving to the lane. There were about four Bucks that collapsed on him, and he had a beautiful alley-oop. And if only I could have four bucks just surround me while I'm hunting, that'd be nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> you laid that one. Uh, all nice all it takes is one buck to, I don't know. It does. Something. Giannis. Anyway, he blocked a shot. It was a huge momentum swing. And it was what, a two-point game at It was the time? a two-point game, so he denied the tie on that lob. The last minute and something yeah. seconds. Um, Devin Booker finally went off. This was the best shooting game that he's had since uh, game one of the Western Conference Finals. He's had nobody some, else shot anything <laughs> no nobody did um he also should have been called for like his eighth or ninth foul in regulation we're talking about um he had a very obvious foul on drew holiday that wasn't called but Giannis was there for the putback um which would have been his sixth with i don't know like five minutes left in the game um so i don't know if that was like some adam silver tinkering just like hey uh, which you would think he'd want the series to get to two two unless I don't know, the league office is just pulling for the Suns for reasons that, off the top of my head, I'm not sure what they'd be. But Great anyway, uh, so that, that was really weird. So it's a good thing that Milwaukee ended up winning the game and tying the series because had, that, had what not been called on Booker, all these fouls that he accumulated but was not called for, had that played out and the Suns ended up winning, this would be like a bigger a disaster. Be a big yeah, no, this would be a huge deal. Um, Chris Paul's hurt. He can't dribble the ball. He lost the ball many times last night. He was sloppy with his handle. I mean, having issues. We know that he's had a wrist or a hand thing that has really been downplayed, but we've seen it, you know, um, kind of uh, taped up a couple times, and no one's really been talking about it. But it seems very apparent, especially after last night, that it's affecting him because he's got what one of the three best handles in the NBA, along with like you know right. Steph and Kyrie. And he just he just couldn't last night, and he wasn't doing anything. And he's now the X factor because if he doesn't show up like he hasn't in Milwaukee, then the Suns are dead because they have no depth and they have no size. And Drew is exhausting both Devin and CP3, and I think I think Milwaukee's just wearing them down at this point. And I don't know. I think Milwaukee's in a pretty good spot. Obviously, they just won two consecutive games, so it's uh, not a hot take for me to sit up here and say, oh good position to win but i don't know i just think that the suns they don't have a lot left and they're just kind of waning they're they're trying in their existence and they 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 just they need an extra burst and mikhail bridges doesn't play like a nba caliber starter unless he's at home um right. jay crowder has kind of been giving him something which is weird because usually you can't exactly count on him right uh and they have no depth i mean cam johnson's a decent shooter off the bench but he's not giving you the volume that you need in campaigns the liability on defense and he's kind of shrieky um on offense and you know can occasionally make you know, some suspect passes or decisions with the ball right and yeah the Sarich injury is really rearing its head they can't put frank kaminsky on the floor and no it's just everything is pointing in milwaukee's direction right now and especially considering that Giannis didn't really have that great of a game uh especially from the field yeah and drew shoot shot four of 15 which is very um on brand for him, especially these playoffs, but his defensive tenacity can't be overstated. And I don't know. I I don't even think it's going to go to seven now. <laughs> I kind of feel like Milwaukee's got it. You think? I don't know. Do you it's think just, what they're going to win the next two? Just 
their length, man, they just got and they got more bodies to I throw. I think it helps when Phoenix plays at home. It, it, it certainly does because you're going to get the performances like a guy, right. Mikel Bridges, and Aiton's probably going to play better. He's been right. relatively uh, unimpactful the past two games since they got to Milwaukee. So I don't know, man. It's um, it's two two. What you it want? It is two two. This is what the NBA wants. This is what fans outside of well, actually, this is what Milwaukee wants at this point. This is not what Phoenix would like to see. But uh, sets up a nice game five here tomorrow. Then I actually don't um, know off the top of my head. Should be tomorrow. Should be tomorrow and Sunday, right? Yeah, but they when they went to Milwaukee, they gave them three days in between yeah. each game. That's a good point. Well, we're running out of sports really that are happening. Right I know now, uh, because it's even Saturday. soccer's in a little bit. Really? Yeah, it's Saturday. Saturday and Monday, or is it Saturday? Saturday, Tuesday. Tuesday. A lot of break. Yeah. Well, all right. They're kind of losing me, but that's fine. I uh, I do want. Uh, we'll do. We'll do that at the end. Actually, I. Uh, all right. Well, this was the let's let's do the segment we've been talking about for a couple of weeks. Yep. We kept forgetting to, to do, um, but our top five current ESPN anchors, not personalities, so not Stephen A, which he wouldn't be on my top five. He'll be he'll come up later in the show. Um, but no sideline reporters or anything like that. Literally just the hosts of SportsCenter top five currently. Um, Kenny Mann would be on my top five. Unfortunately, he was fired mm-hmm. in a uh, wicked display of uh, just. They just didn't appreciate him. Negligence. They just did not appreciate him at all. I think we're going to have a, some interesting lists here, actually. So we're going to start, start at five and then count down to one, right? You want to do our honorable, honorable mention first? Sure, sure. Okay, go ahead. Kevin Nagandi. That's fair. Also, I'm, I'm basing this not exactly like on talent or whether they execute yeah, like yeah, all of us. the beats right, of okay. the job. But like when I turn on sports, it's like I feel like... I'm I like at it. home. I'm, I feel I'm like I'm okay. 12 years old in sixth grade uh, in the middle of the summer watching Little League. The problem and Center comes with on Kevin Nagandi is his co-host is L. Duncan, who I don't really like. She's fine. She's not someone who I turn it on. I'm like, Ugh, it's L. Duncan. But like, she really, really turned me off of that. Uh, of of when she said "granny" for Grand Slam. Yeah, that no, I really did. Yeah, I really didn't like. That's fair, and I. I'm glad that you pointed that out because there are a couple of people on my list that are kind of they're typically paired with people that would negate, you know, just overall the experience that would just be that solo host. Right. But right. um understood. Right, but so Kevin that, Gandhi, honorable mention. So my honorable mention is probably gonna be a little interesting. Uh is Scott Van Pelt. You suck. <laughs> he did he didn't make my top five. Wow. He got pushed out, to be fair. I don't like him by himself. Okay. I like when he has a co-host to go back and forth with mm-hmm. more so than I just like SVP as SVP. Interesting. Uh, like when he comes on after, like for instance, a GU game, he's the 10 o'clock guy after an eight o'clock GU game. It's like, ugh. like I'd rather have, I'd rather have, I would have rather had Neil Everett, Kenny Mayne on there, you know, at the Fair. sports center at night. Yeah. Um, to be, you know, but the problem with, with Scott Van Pelt for me is he's very like, I'm Scott Van Pelt, and I'm really good at what I do. And, like, look at me. I have my own solo show. He's actually not like that in the slightest. It's more the promotion surrounding the show, which is obviously what they're supposed to do. He's not like that in the slightest. See, I kind of feel it, though. Okay, have you ever listened to him when he was, like, on radio, like SVP or SVP and Rosillo? Or have you listened to him on podcasts on long form? I really love his his analysis. I like his personality. I just don't like him as an anchor, a solo anchor. 
Okay, well, yeah. Go, uh, I All guess right. I'm up for yep. number five. Yep. Okay, well, since you just took a shot at me, I'm going to take a shot at you. Neil Everett. The fact that you put Neil Everett at five is is. It's heresy. because I don't like Stan Verrett. I really... You don't like Stan Verrett? I don't... He's just so vanilla, and he... He does this thing, and we all do this, especially when you're on television or you're talking a lot, but he butchers almost every common phrase or term. I like it. More, more frequently <laughs> than so many people that I've seen It's called on comedic air. relief. It's called not knowing what the hell is coming out of your mouth. But no, I just... Stan's just so, not so my... You, so if, you're if, putting if, Neil Everett at five for... S the re I'm also, your first reason was be because of somebody else. It's, well, no, no, no. My first reason <laughs> is actually because he was... My relationship with him started hot and heavy, and it's just kind of faded. I still got that initial attraction to him, but everything else that I was enamored with at the beginning, it's kind of like, you know what? It's still there. I respect it. However, I'm just not absolutely infatuated with it anymore. You're not feeling As in love? bartender, jacked. How do you, you know? know all like, the, no, I'm not saying. Did you hear what I just nope, said? I'm I don't. I, don't that I, I, didn't, I can't even listen to you right now. Like obviously, yes. The fact that you put our boy Neil Everett at five. You didn't put SVP in the top five, and he's like, why would I put SVP at, at anywhere? Okay, who's your number five? We're gonna end the show. Stan Verrett. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh my god! This. All right. Okay. So the reason for that it goes back to what you were just saying. Like Stan Verrett is is Sports Center from forever. He's been there for twenty years. How can you not appreciate Stan Verrett and both his his comedy and just his personality? It's fun. That was great analysis. Thank you for breaking down well, all I'm the great things that Stan Verrett I'm essentially taking what you said that was bad about Stan Verrett and saying, I like those things about Stan Verrett. I'm glad that you do. I'm because, glad somebody's out there. Because, again, Stan Verrett's been there so long. All of these guys that are on my list and woman that uh, have been there for 20-ish years. Like Spoiler. none of. Like it's just because they, they're long-standing yeah. people. No, I get that, that. Even if they're wearing thin, like Neil Everett, for instance, like it'll always just be like, "I love you guys." I agree. I give me just feed me more Stan Verrett and everybody else that I have that's on my list. Okay. All right. Who's four? Bucci Grass. All right. He's got a little. I, I really have come to appreciate like the hockey fandom right. of his, which I wasn't really privy to until like 100%. I don't know the last like couple Five years. years. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um. He's all, he, he was the one that's talking about uh, guys having, like, quality heads of hair as, like, salads and, like, lettuce, and I Love really it. enjoyed that. Um, he's just, he's grown the beard, and he's always the guy that's, like, we are men, talking about sports, wearing makeup, and, yeah, I like... And he has nice facial hair right now. And or, he, I don't know if he does right he's now. He's a good-looking guy. Did. Another kind of guy like Skip Bayless, like, I saw him in a cutoff one time, and I was like, dude's low-key jack, Well, so. probably because he's a hockey guy, would be my guess. Well, he must be... He or must he have. just cares about his image. Nope. Which more people should, I, but I uh, I think he's pretty short though. Okay, he seems short, right? Maybe like a ah, uh, I could see him being six. He's, I, I I think I would be like five ten. See here, because I am curious, because he always just seemed like a short guy to me. Let's see if his Wikipedia has his height. Nope. Nice. How old do you think he is? I bet he is fifty six. He is fifty six. Nicely done. Sick. Uh, six four. No way. <laughs> ah! What? I don't know. Who's your number four? We have 12 minutes here. Yeah, you're right, but that is insane. Uh, I have Linda Cohn at four. Um, really? Now that I'm looking at this, I might move her to three. She, her face is melting. Yeah, she, Every time she comes on the screen, I'm like, you have aged five, a, a lot in, five weeks since and, the last time I saw you. And I think some of that has to do with the fact that she has to carry some pretty subpar anchors sometimes. That's fair. That. Yep, and has to deal with ESPN's BS uh, and Sports Center's just like 
it's just it's just bad. Sports mm-hmm. Center ESPN has some problems right now, and we'll get to that in a second too. Um, but she's again is just the classic OG, mm-hmm. especially female anchor of 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 Sports Center, and also a big hockey fan. Also a big hockey fan knows her sports is really good at what she does, mm-hmm. and uh, I just I, li- I like Linda Cone. She I, has rocked a lot of different hair colors too. Yeah, she has, and she doesn't care about anything. But she's always no. like, yeah, she's just a staple for sure. Okay, so that's. I'll do my three real quick. Okay. I have Bucci there. John Bucci Ross is okay, three for me. Nice. Um, I'm, you know, the, three and four actually probably go back and forth for me. Honestly, I, I really like both of them, and I kind of see them both in the same light where it's not like my – they're not my, my two favorites here, um, but I think they both have their history. Okay. Uh, my number three is Hannah Storm. I do really like Hannah Storm. She'd mm. also be right in that six, seven, eight for me as well. But Another really OG. Really she never puts herself above or in front of the job. She's right. just – she's really clean, and yep. she just – again, it's it, – for, especially with the top three, like I don't exactly have um, things that I can. There's not like analyses going right. on here. It's just like I turn it on and I feel like I'm home. Like it's just a very comforting she's, presence she's, and personality. She's very good at her job too. Like, she 100%. doesn't. She doesn't usually go too far outside of sports. And she comes from sports royalty. Her dad. Oh. As in. Uh, I forget his first name, so uh, I, I was kind of <laughs> hoping that you were going to pick up what I wasn't able to. No, no, put down. can't do it. So that was your three. Yeah, right, and who's your two? This is probably going to be a shocker to you, oh, and it's God. probably because oh, I God. like the fact I have a crush on the, her. The, oh, what? You're missing a major person in your top five. Laura Rutledge. Nope. We're about <laughs> to get there. Laura No. Sage Steele. I also really like Sage Steele. She's also probably in my top ten. But you're missing somebody. Are you kidding me? Because uh, SVP's one for you. Yeah. Right. And it's because I know him the best. So when he goes, when you're, you know, quibbling about the things that he says or does, I know where those are coming from. And I know that it's just him doing the job and not him actually feeling or thinking these things, but he's just acting the part. So I have an appreciation for him that you obviously don't, but I've spent a lot more time listening to him just have conversations and just be himself rather than doing his job. All right, let's play real quick. Uh, can we play John Bucci-Grouse's uh, This is Sports Center commercial um, while I Oh, he was the him? ABA commissioner. Oh, uh, Hannah cool. Storm's dad, Mike Storm. So, oh, yeah. cool. History. History lesson 101. Uh, yeah, Bucci-Grouse's uh, This is Sports Center commercial. I love these, by the way. Yeah. These are great. Sure. Don't worry. They left for the game. Bram. This is Mark Helfrich. Get me Phil Knight, stat. <laughs> Think Urban would miss the spring? Keep it. Bram. Playbook. Are you sure? No one's gonna know. Yeah. Um, I forgot. I have a uh, meeting. Yeah, no, I, I... That guy on the left, I, I, I... When I first saw that commercial, I'm like, oh... That's right. He was there for a minute. He, he was. He was yeah, there. I for don't a remember second. his name. Yeah. Um. So my, I'm gonna skip my number two just for a second because I want you to play number two for me. So my number one's Neil Everett, which you were probably expecting. Let's play my that other guy who's not Neil Everett or John Bucciagrass. Let's play his commercial here real quick. Scott, we want you to host the show at six p.m. But six o'clock is dinner time. You could eat at five thirty. I could, but six o'clock dinner time. What if you eat after the show at 7? Seven? 7 o'clock's not dinner time. 
Hey, John. John, what time is, is dinner time? Six o'clock. So I would love, I mean, I'm, I don't want to make you feel like a bad person here. But you missed John Anderson. Good luck trying. I missed Steve Levy. Steve, when it Steve said Levy's Jay also Levy right great. there. No, no, I know. I, I'm so Steve, pissed that I did Steve that. Steve Levy's also awesome. He's in my top Okay, I'm, I'm dropping Is John Neil. Anderson not in your top John five? John Anderson, I can't. Sometimes I feel like he's not committing to. I feel like he's a great value version of Kenny Mayne. Like, he's not committing to the bit all the time, like the dry, the sarcastic, just like the little throwaway lines that if you're really listening for it, you're going to pick up and appreciate. He, I'm not it's even scattered. It's not consistent about consistency. Steve Levy should have been on there on my list. That is my one um, retroactive Steve change. Levy is also in my top 10. He's because he also is another one of those guys who just he does his job. Okay, so next cool. week, I think we should open it up to like overall like reporters, uh, talents. Yeah. Uh, Active Talk show hosts. Yeah. I don't, I, there's just too many over the years. No, I know. Um, to do anything other than that. But yeah, I also agree. Um, so yeah, John Anderson's two for me. The fact that you don't think John, I, that's crazy. Is he in your top 10? Yeah, but okay. it's more so longevity and, you know, John Anderson's a awesome. career resume more so uh, than. Neil Everett is one, considering he went to LC. He's a Spokane boy. Uh, he's number one forever and always, even above Kenny Mayne and any, anybody else. Uh, Nice. That was fun. You were, you, my list is way better, but it's fine. Uh, All-Star game. What a terrible All-Star game, by the way. Those Five uniforms are disgusting. The uniforms are terrible. So bad. The play on the AL field was terrible. AL has won, what, eight straight now? AL is consistently better. The west side of, of the country in general, you look at, you look at, the, NFC, you look at the NFC, for instance. NFC is mm -hmm. better. You look at the Western Conference. Western well, the Conference NFC and AFC aren't divided no, by regional. I know, but, yeah. but I just visualize them more on the west just based off of the fact that it's, it's all of the conferences that Seattle is in. Yeah, Seattle fair. sports. So you it's have true. NFC, you have the Western Conference, you have the Western Conference and MLS, and then you have the American League, and they're all better. And when Seattle comes time. back to the NBA, the Western Conference, all of the, yes, what you're saying, yep. all of those conferences are loaded. And, and they've been loaded for like 20 years. Always so much more difficult Which to get weird. out of. Yeah. Which is really weird. No, it really is. Happening. Uh, but essentially, I do want to mention a couple things about All-Star Weekend. Uh, the Celebrity Softball Game. It's terrible. I, I I love it, but I also hate it. I wish they would show it in its entirety. Hot take. DK is not a good athlete. DK, <laughs> DK Metcalf did strike out, which is super unfortunate to see in slow pitch Hard. softball. I don't understand how some of these, like, some of the best athletes of our generation are so bad at, like, throwing a baseball. I couldn't tell you. I don't know how that happens. It is mind-boggling. Uh, and another weird thing that happened is Mike Zanino hit a home run. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Did you see who he hit it off of? Uh, No. Remind me. Taiwan, Taiwan Walker. Oh, that's right. That's Isn't right. that yeah, ridiculous? Yeah. Are you Mike Zanino doesn't deserve to be there, but Taiwan Walker does. So good for them mm -hmm. uh, to have that happen. We were going to talk more about the home run derby, but I don't really care. The only and thing we I don't do want to mention: Pete Alonso did go back to back, which is kind of sure cool. Otani cheated. Well, it doesn't matter anyway. It does matter because you're supposed to wait until the ball hits the stands, until you the ball leaves the ballpark, until you get another pitch. The MLB allowed him to just take swing after swing after swing. The ball was still in the air, and then he got another swing. See, this is one of the takes that you have that's better for television than a podcast. This is horrible. No, this is a Stephen A. type, like, hey, look at me, look at me. It's 100% accurate, though. It's nonsensical. It's a home run derby. Who cares? It's I about care. fun. I Let's care. Just Follow see the rules. The guys Follow hit. the rules. It's not that hard. Okay. All right. Follow the rules. All right. 
It's not my fault that Otani took 25 minutes to learn how to hit a home run in the home run derby. Not Maybe my there's problem. A language barrier. Couldn't read the rules. Right. Yeah. And to that, real quick, I do want to mention. Uh, not great that See? Stephen A. Smith. Segway. We're going to go yeah. right into Stephen A. Smith here. Not great that Stephen A. Smith said Otani can't be the face of MLB, considering he needs a translator to talk to the media. Bad take. Yeah. Bad take there for sure. He then doubled down uh, by giving a half-hearted apology and then had to triple down by giving a written-out apology and then had to quadruple down by giving an apology on air. And then ESPN's just going to look the other way and be like, this is our boy, but... They put... They basically spent uh, the first take episode after he said all these things. They took the entire show just bringing on all these people to, to, tell, him. to tell him why he was wrong. It was and literally the roast of it, Stephen A. Smith on it, Monday. It was painful. Or whatever it was painful. He, he said that. The thing is, like, I understood, and if you, like, read the entire excerpt and right. uh, read it or heard it within its context, you understood the sentiment in which he was trying right. to convey. Sure. However, there were some words that were not yeah. exactly choicely selected and... Yeah. In this article but I read made a really good happens. point. It doesn't matter about who the, who the face of, of MLB is because it really just doesn't matter. You look at Mike exactly. Trout. That, Nobody cares about Mike Trout. That's what I was trying to get at last yeah. week. It's like it doesn't move the needle for baseball anyway. So Nobody why cares. does it? It's not Otani's fault. It's MLB. Nobody cares. And then he went on his show and started talking about how Team USA lost to Nigeria by saying things like there's no excuse to lose to Nigeria, to lose to some dude, Gabe Namandi, who goes by Gabe Vincent for the Miami Heat, or Caleb Agata, or Nama, however the hell you pronounce his name. Also not great. <laughs> Uh, for a couple of reasons. First off, it's not super cool to say. Second off, that's terrible journalism. The fact that right, he just, right, he just right. runs on, he doesn't know how to pronounce anybody's names. Well, we at least that we admit, we're like, I don't know how to say this guy's name. We're right. going to try it anyway. Um, this guy gets paid $8 million a year, by the way. Let's just make that very clear. Uh, this guy makes $8 million a year. The fact that he's he not He also getting... has no time in the day, though. He, his schedule, like, not trying to make excuses for him. For but sure. There is no busier person on the planet. Don't care. I would love to. I, I would be busy 23 hours a day if they gave me $8 million a year. Right. I'd sleep an hour a day. I don't care. That's Let's for, see how right? long you last. That's uh, that's fine. All right. Uh, what is your jabroni of the week? Uh, I got two, just real quick. I'm not going to explain them because we're short for time here. One of them uh, being LeBron. Also, I just want to say that we should just have a LeBron segment every week because we know that he's going to give us something as right. he start, uh, attempts to stay relevant weekly. Yep. Oh, um, my he God. He called himself oh a God. DILF and his wife a MILF. And I hate him. I hate There's LeBron. nothing more to say. Um, so next one. I don't even remember right now. <laughs> oh, the reporter. I couldn't tell, but uh, uh, he called Bryson DeChambeau, uh, DeChambeau Brooks. He said, ah, hey, uh, Brooks. Got him. But he kind of, like, at a glance, if you didn't, like, actually pay attention, first of all, he's not usually wearing his typical hat. And right. he's kind of got the mustache, goatee, yeah. scruff that right. Brooks typically He does. He does look rocks. a little Brooksy right there. Yeah, he does. So that was That's that really was, funny, actually. Yeah, hilarious. Uh, Topical. All right, um, mine is, let's play this quick video here of a guy eating hot dogs. <laughs> we, we probably should have talked about this last week. It's fine. He's it's, the greatest athlete of all time. It's, no a, big it's, deal. it's absolutely incredible what he can do. Uh, he just buried 76 hot dogs and buns. And then just goes on a complete bender afterward. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. It's, 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 it's very impressive stuff for sure. Go! And we are, are under. And uh, it, 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 test else to get this off the ground, and I hope that uh, you know, that's fine. fine. Uh, it's he, but again, he he ate 76, which is a new world record, breaking his previous from last year of 75. Uh, that is stupid. That's in 10 minutes, by the way. Mm -hmm. He eats more than seven hot dogs a minute. Mm -hmm. I don't understand that's how that insane. is humanly possible. Uh, yeah, very impr mm -hmm. impressive. It must really that doesn't fit. Never mind. Um. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, sports fact. I'll, I'll, I don't think I'm going to fit this word in. Uh, sports fact of the week. In 1919, an MLB pitcher earned a complete game win despite being struck by lightning. Go for him. He got hit by lightning. Literally, like, it pushed, like, collapsed him on the field. He got back up and tossed a complete game. Okay. Could you imagine a pitcher in today's day and age doing that? Like, could you imagine? No. Who's really soft? All baseball players are soft. Um, just getting destroyed by lightning. Just stepping up to the plate and just... Awesome complete game. That would be unfortunate. It would be very unfortunate. Uh, <clears throat> all right, closing time. Okay, again, quickly. Uh, USA, uh, embarrassing the nation in basketball, it not being very good, but also the referees within FIBA are embarrassing oh, the U.S. Oops. because yeah. they are not calling the fouls that are typically given to players for very uh, ticky-tacky touch uh, incidents. Love to see it. And um, so our players look like goddamn fools because they are throwing their bodies into people and then looking at the refs and the refs are like hey don't you have to get back down the court on defense and so i i love it i it's which is it's really great. interesting because it's it's kind of it's a flip-flop from what it used to be it, like exactly like internationally used to be really soft mm -hmm. and somehow over the last 20 years the nba became softer than that right. and i don't know quite how that happened but it's actually really funny to watch like you said no it is um so i, I actually messed up my order Stephen a smith smith was supposed to be my jabroni and joey chestnut ah. was supposed to be my closing time that's a good point why would i put joey chestnut as my uh, jabroni no, no, uh no. anyway my closing time just to make one happen here was richard sherman getting arrested uh after his crazy cement or everything that happened uh on what monday tuesday uh Collard, which was his uh, wife, described him as being drunk and belligerent, said he was threatening to kill himself, uh, said he was being aggressive, wrestled her uncle, and sent text messages to people saying he's going to hang himself, said he drank two bottles of liquor. Not good for Mr. Sherman. The fact Get that out of jail matter, free card. If he, luckily, can't touch him if he's going to kill himself. Gotta, right. You know, it's, it's the classic homage. If, you're, if, if someone's mad at you, just say, I'm going like, to kill whoa, myself. Whoa, whoa. Hey, and uh, that, easy. that puts you then on, on the good graces. Everyone's like, oh, whoa, boy. Okay. Sorry. Sorry about that. He's just operating on a different level intellectually. He, he's, he's on a different level than all of us right now. Uh, but luckily, he did not. I mean, I'm glad he wrestled the uncle and not, you know, like. Nobody was harmed that was, that was in nice. the making of this incident <laughs> well except for that concrete barrier he ran right yeah. that, that poor concrete barrier did yep. get uh hit pretty good um so with all that being said i'm sure seattle's said, dying to sign him now yeah yeah i don't think seattle's in a huge rush to sign richard sherman um god the legion of booms had their problems with earl thomas brandon brown or richard sherman now cam Not has cam holding it down cam is holding down the lob fort uh so only two three minutes over that's not too bad oh someone more important than than us right now no i'm i'm ready to sign off i'm good that's fine whatever all right well stay uh stay frosty out there literally because it's gonna be hot yep. again another 93 94 day uh we'll be back here again next week for episode number 52 here on the locker room presented by spokane talks in the holly mason building we will see you back here next week The world has changed a lot in 50 years, and Kimley Haygood has changed with it. We still provide our customers with the highest level of service, whether it's financing, construction management, property management and maintenance, leasing or sales. Our team is here to help you make the best decisions with your real estate.
Thanks for watching The Locker Room on Spokane Talks. Check us out on Facebook as well as our other platforms. We want to hear from you. Join the conversation by emailing us at info at spokanetalksonline.com. And for more sports news, opinions, and content, follow Justin and me on Twitter.